0: Listening to Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. We now bring you pro-life activism from creation to death with Jim Sedlak. Hello, and welcome to Pro-Life Activism from Creation to Death. This program is intended for all those who want to create a culture of life in the United States. Every week, we bring you updates on what's going on uh, in the pro-life world. Uh, there's Some weeks that we have guests on the show, and that will be the occasion next week. But this week, as in many weeks, what we're going to do is just bring you news, breaking news of what's going on, and we have some important things to cover today. But before we get into the program, I would like to ask you to say a Hail Mary with me, to ask the Blessed Mother to shower God's graces on all those who are involved with or listening to this program so that we will all receive the message that she wants each of us to get at this moment. And so if you would join me, please. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you so much for saying that prayer with me. It is always a good idea whenever you begin a new activity during the day to ask Mary to shower God's graces on what you are doing. And that's why we begin every one of our shows with the Hail Mary. All right. We have a a, a packed program for you today. And we're going to be talking about a concept or uh, in some cases a reality called humanism. Now, many of you may have heard the word humanism. Humanism. Uh, you don't know maybe exactly what it means or what it stands for um, but we're going to talk about it today and hopefully uh, by the end of the show you will uh, you will have a, a great deal of knowledge on what this humanism is because it is affecting us and um, it is affecting us in the pro-life world because the the largest abortionist in the nation the organization that um, operates over 53% of all the abortion facilities in the country and commits over 42% of all the abortions is a humanist organization. And they follow the tenets of humanism. And, of course, we're talking about Planned Parenthood. Uh, And... and Many, many Planned Parenthood executives and supporters have received awards from the American Humanist Association. And so we've had on our schedule for some time the idea that we really should do a program about humanism so that people can understand the enemy, if you will, the the people who are on the other side. Uh, But this week that became even more relevant Uh, because the humanism is spread in this country by an organization called the American Humanist Association. And the American Humanist Association, which is headquartered in Amherst, New York, um, does publishes the humanist magazine and has many uh, activities, conferences around the the country and uh, also gives out The Humanist Awards, and there are many kinds with many different names to them. Well, the American Humanist Association this week announced that their 2021 Humanist of the Year Award will go to none other than Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, of course, if you've been paying any attention at all over the last two years uh, to what's going on in the United States with the covid situation, you've heard the name of Dr. Anthony Fauci. He is the the spokesperson who, you know, under both the last administration and this administration is is on the, the broadcast and. Issuing instructions as to what to do and, you know, whether to wear masks or not to wear masks, whether to have church services or not to have church services, whether theaters or department stores can open up. He's been leading all of this, you know, obviously with with a team of people, but he's been the spokesperson and he's now been um, identified by the American Humanist Association as the Humanist of the Year for 2021. And we'll be receiving an award, that award, Humanist of the Year Award, that, on July 25th uh, at the American Humanist Association National Conference. And so what we're going to be covering in our show today is the philosophies of humanism, uh, especially those of Humanist Manifesto 2, which was issued in 1973 by the humanists and described in great detail – exactly what their ideas and philosophies are. And we have published a lot of this this week on our website, which is stop.org, S-T-O-P-P dot O-R-G. And uh, we invite you to go there and you can read a lot more detail than we're going to be able to get to in in this program. Uh, But it's important that that you understand this, not only for the pro-life movement, but for other things that are going on Uh, in the country today, and so we hope that it will all be uh, very clear uh, what this is all about. So uh, going back to to the Humanist Manifesto 2, a 1973 document, the humanists say the following. They say humanists believe that traditional theism, especially faith in a prayer-hearing God, assumed to love and care for persons, to hear and understand their prayers, and to be able to do something about them is an unproved and outmoded faith. They go on to say we find insufficient evidence for belief in the existence of a supernatural. It is either meaningless or irrelevant to the question of the survival and fulfillment of the human race. And they say we can discover no divine purpose or providence for the human species. While there is much we do not know, Humans are responsible for what we are or will become. No deity will save us. We must save ourselves. And finally, in this section of the manifesto, they say promises of immortal salvation or fear of eternal damnation are both illusory and harmful. They distract humans from present concerns, self actualization, and from rectifying social injustices. Okay, uh, those are the quotes from the beginning of the Humanist Manifesto 2, issued in 1973. So what do we have here, we have a group of people who say there may or may not be a God, but it doesn't make any difference because God has no effect here on earth. There is no heaven. There is no hell. This is it. Our life here is all it is. This is what the humanists believe. Now, there are a lot of people in a lot of religions that believe a lot of different things. And, um, you know, this is just a fact. But here we have this group called the humanists. And now we find out that the, the man who has been leading the COVID fight is one of them who believes this. He's identified that. He himself has said. He is a humanist and believes in the humanist values, Uh, and he is going to be getting the award this weekend on being the humanist of the year. So you wonder why, you know, why would anyone during a major pandemic, during major health crisis, close down all the churches, right? Close them down. All the churches, you couldn't even go to church. Maybe you could see something on television, but you couldn't even go to church to pray. Well, now you have a hint, right? The man in charge doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe that God has any effect here on earth. There's no sense going to church to pray. Why would you want to do that? Right? To pray to who? He doesn't recognize him. Right? This is is the beliefs of humanism. Right. Now we've been fighting these beliefs for a long time in the form of, of fighting the Planned Parenthood, because Planned Parenthood is also a humanist organization and they admit to it. Okay. Over a dozen executives and supporters of Planned Parenthood have received the humanist of the year awards over the years. You know, the same award that Dr. Fauci is going to be receiving this year was also received in previous years by Planned Parenthood people. Now, we're not going to go through the the whole list, but just to give you a representative sample, the founder of Planned Parenthood and their first president, Margaret Sanger, received the Humanist of the Year Award in 1957. Her successor and the second president of Planned Parenthood, Dr. Alan Guttmacher, was a signer of the 1973 Humanist Manifesto. The third president of Planned Parenthood, Faye Waddleton, received the Humanist of the Year Award in 1986, and their fourth president, Gloria Felt, also received an award. It was called the Humanist Distinguished Service Award from the American Humanist Association in 2003. Mary Calderon, who was medical director of Planned Parenthood and co-founder of an organization called CECUS which is the organization that pushes sex education programs in this country, received the Humanist of the Year Award in 1974. And the list goes on and on and on. All right. These are humanists. Planned Parenthood is a humanist organization. And it turns out that Dr. Fauci is also a humanist. Uh, So we, we, we have to understand the impact that this religion and and you know, they, they, they have all the trappings of a religion right? that the impact of this is is being felt throughout America here in 2021. OK, um, it is not something behind the scenes. It is not something we say, well, let, let them you know, believe in whatever religion they want to believe in. No, you know, this is this is uh, a serious stuff. OK, now let me let me tell you a little bit more about what the humanists believe. Humanists say, you know, from all the things we just told you, and you you could probably guess this, that they say the following. They say, quote, we affirm that moral values derive their source from human experience. Ethics is autonomous and situational, needing no theological or ideological sanction. Okay, what does that say? Right. That essentially says there weren't Ten Commandments. All right. God did not give Moses 10 commandments, right? Jesus when he came on the earth and said I am not here to to undo the laws given to you by God, I'm here to fulfill them, right? Speaking of the 10 commandments and then uh, summing them up in in uh, commandments himself that you must love the Lord your God and you must love your neighbor as yourself, right? These things don't exist for the humanists, right? They they simply do not exist. There are no objective rights or wrongs in the humanist aura of, of operation, right? You decide what's right or wrong in your situation. And next time you face the same situation, you may decide something else is right or wrong. Somebody else who, who is traveling with you may have a whole different idea of what's right or wrong. And that's Okay. Okay? that's what they believe it's 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 just up to humans to make their own decisions right you say what a mess the world would be in if everybody believed that well it is a mess isn't it and we find out that that you know Planned Parenthood takes in 1.6 billion dollars a year and gets over 600 million dollars of that from the American taxpayer believes that these humanist philosophies believes that God's not in charge believes that we're not here to get to heaven we're just here to be here right in the humanist manifesto they say we strive for the good life here and now well that's all they can strive for because that's all they believe in there is no life after this and so they don't follow any of the rights and wrongs any of the directives any of the commandments they just don't they they don't believe in them because it's up to humans to make the decisions now it's bad enough that they believe that but they insist on going into our schools all across america and teaching our kids to believe the same thing that's what they're about They, they want to convert the world and especially to convert the united states to their way of thinking And so they develop all of these programs to go into the schools uh, to teach kids that, you know, know, there is no God. Don't worry about God. He doesn't exist. Right. You make the decisions. You decide what's right or wrong. Right. There are no moral values. Don't worry about being chaste. Don't worry about being pure. Okay, that's nothing to do with it. What are you doing that for? You know, worry, worry about, you know, getting your freedom. Right. They say in their document that the separation of church and state and the separation of ideology and state are imperatives, right? They say in the Humanist Manifesto that they can't stand any connection between our government and our churches. You can't elect moral people to office because moral people are going to act morally. And they don't want that to happen. They want immoral people elected to government because they'll follow whatever direction they decide to follow without worrying about what's going on, about what, about, without worrying what God says. OK, um, they're, they're pushing their own agenda and they're pushing these agendas uh, for uh, obviously their, their own purposes. And they get, they get very specific in, in their Humanist Manifesto, um, and, and they, they talk about the right to birth control, abortion, and divorce must be recognized, okay? They're out there, 1973, hmm, same year that the Supreme Court came out with the Roe v. Wade decision, here are the humanists saying the right to abortion must be recognized, right? How, how crazy is that, right? How crazy is it that we have this group that is out there proclaiming that the recognition of abortion is necessary? But they didn't stop there, right? Even in 1973, they didn't stop there. What they said, and again, this is a quote from their document, they said, to enhance freedom and dignity, the individual must experience a full range of civil liberties – this includes a recognition of an individual's right to die with dignity, euthanasia, and the right to suicide. Right. So abortion is not enough, right? Abortion, killing the babies before they're born, that's not enough. You also have the right to euthanasia, to killing the old people or the handicapped people of any age, whenever you want, because that should be your right. right? They proclaim this as a right this is the humanist world and unfortunately more and more we are begin we are living in a world controlled by these humanists living in a world formulated by planned parenthood and their 1.6 billion dollar budget with 600 million of it coming from us all right we're paying these people to spread this doctrine right? Now, everybody talks, and, and this is a pro-life show, and you would expect to tune in and, and have Jim talking about the, the number of abortions in the country, right? Some 820,000 or so abortions a year in the United States, some 345,000, almost a 1,000 a day, right? 992 is the number, but almost a 1,000 a day at Planned Parenthood facilities. You expect me to talk about that about all this death. But if we're going to stop it, we have to understand the reasons behind it. Why would Planned Parenthood teach kids that they can do whatever they want to do, right? That they don't have to listen to their parents. Oh, they should talk to their parents and find out what their parents think, but then they can do whatever they want. This is what Planned Parenthood teaches our kids. Why would they do that? Because it's their basic belief. It is the belief of the humanists. There is this threat. And it's no longer clearly now, okay, confined to young people, confined to Planned Parenthood. We've always known that, that these people the, uh, who you know, spread this doctrine are in all phases of our society. But now we know thanks to the humanists themselves, that the guy who's been leading the response to the COVID virus is, in fact, a humanist himself. And now all of the the, the, a lot of the restrictions that are putting, put in that seem unnecessary, closing down churches. In a time of pandemic, you know, they, they like to allude this to previous pandemics, you know, previous pandemics. Um, The things that are going on, I've seen it, uh, you know, uh, talked about as in the case of polio or in the case of smallpox and stuff. Well, the main difference is people went to church and prayed in those days, right? I grew up during the era of polio. Some of my friends got polio, okay? People went to church and prayed, implored God for his help. In this pandemic, the churches were closed. And even when they started opening in California, for example, the governor said, oh, but you can't sing in church. Why? You can't sing in church. You can't sing God's praises in church in California. They've listed that now, but that was what happened when they started opening them. Why? Why would they do this? Well, now you know. Because the guy leading it is a humanist. And the pe- people who are pushing abortion hardest in this country are humanists. We're telling you what they believe. And you can read it for yourself. As I said, go to any web- uh, search engine, put in Humanist Manifesto 2. It will come up for you. And the first thing that usually comes up is the one that's on the website of the American Humanist Association, although you'll find it in other places also. And you can read it yourself. You can say, hey, Jim wasn't making this stuff up. Right this is real, this is very real, this is what's happening here. And so we need to to understand what's behind what we see here. We need to understand what is going on, okay? Uh, In another part of their document, they say the planet Earth, oh, everybody's talking about the planet Earth, right? The planet Earth must be considered a single ecosystem Ecolog- e- ecological damage, resource depletion and excessive population growth must be checked by International Concord. Right. You you hear it. You hear it on ads. You hear it in news reports. It's these darn people that are causing all the pollution problems. If it wasn't for the people, we wouldn't have any pollution problems. There's overpopulation. right? Well, there isn't. And I hope everybody listening to me knows. Okay, there is not. If, if you if you have any doubts about that, I recommend to you a, a book written a long time ago uh, called The Ultimate Resource by Julian Simon. All right, and then uh, then he he wrote a follow up book called the Open, the Ultimate Resource Two. Okay, and I invite you to go read those books, scientific books, all right, that actually show. There is clearly not an overpopulation problem in this world. There, there is not, okay? And, 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 you know, he shows that there will never be, right? Oh, you say, but we have 7 billion people on this planet. 7 billion. How, how, how where are they all going to live? Well, if you took the 7 billion people and you divided them into families of five, Okay, a mother, father, three kids, and you put them in single family houses with a little plot of land so that they could have a garden in the backyard. If you did that, you could fit the entire population of the world in the province of Alberta, Canada. They'd all fit, right? be a little crowded but they'd all fit and then you have the rest of the world to provide the resources you don't want to go to alberta canada you could do the same thing in half of alaska oh wait a minute that's too cold all right how about the same thing in texas right that's all you would need is texas the rest of the united states the rest of the world would be empty oh well what about resources what about food Julian Simon answers all of this, and we're not going to go through every one of the resources here on this show. I just want you to know that there are answers to this. There are scientific answers to this. Many years ago, I was arguing this point on a, a television show called Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher, and, and they were arguing that we're going to run out of water. Now, now two-thirds of the Earth's surface is water, Okay, but we're going to run out of water, all right? And I said, well, why do you think that? Well, there's not enough fresh water around. I said, well, have you ever heard of a desalinization plant? Okay, a plant that takes salt water, removes the salt, makes it into water that humans can drink. There are cities even back then. And this was this was almost 15 years ago. There are cities around the world who get all their water from the ocean using desalinization plants. And they work very fine. And the people have water. Now, there are droughts at various times, and there are problems, and there are floods at other places at times. Yes, we we all have our challenges, right? But the earth is not about to crumble, and we invite you to do that. But this is the the, the pitch of the humanists to try to get you to abandon God. They want you to abandon God. Well, this, ladies and gentlemen, is Radio Maria. We celebrate God here. OK, we celebrate his mother, Mary, here. Right. We even named the radio network after her radio Maria. OK, we believe in God here. And if you're listening to us, chances are you believe in God, too. Right. Let's not follow the humanists. Let's not follow these people. Right? Uh One final quote that I, that I will will give you. Okay, Um, because I think it kind of sums up their philosophy It was right near the end of their document. And it's a little bit long, but but I think you'll you'll get the meaning. right. What they say in their document is as follows. They say at the present juncture of history, commitment to all humankind is the highest commitment of which we are capable. It transcends the narrow allegiances of church, state, party, class, or race in moving toward a wider vision of human potentiality. And they finally say, what more daring a goal for humankind than for each person to become in ideal as well as practice, a citizen of a world community, end quote. So there you have it, folks. There you have it. If you want to talk about these humanists, what they believe, Forget about God. They don't think it right. They, your, your greatest ideal is not to love God, not to love his mother, not to follow God's commandments and get to heaven. They don't believe in any of that. Being a citizen of a world community is your highest goal. What rubbish? I mean, really, what rubbish but people believe this and people get rewarded for believing this. And people say, well, you know, it is, that's not a religion. Well, yes, it is. They call themselves a religion. They say they are a religion. Right? We need to know about them. And that's why we're, we're doing this program today. Okay? And, and as I said, one of the impetus for the program being done today is the fact that Dr. Fauci is going to receive the humanist of the The Humanist of the Year Award on Sunday, and you're going to hear probably a lot about that, and you ought to know what it means, right? You ought to know the philosophies behind humanism, and we've given some of them to you here today. We have not exhausted the list. There's a lot more, but I'm not going to bore you with any more on that. I just once again tell you, go to our website, which is stop.org, S-T-O-P-P. Dot O-R-G. On the front page this week, you will find, and, and next week also, you will find four articles, uh, the first two of which go into great detail, not only about the, uh, the ideas and philosophies of the uh, humanist manifestos, uh, but of all of the, the Planned Parenthood people who have won awards for spreading this, what they call a religion, okay, what we call balderdash. Okay, Uh, to resurrect an old word from my youth. All right. This is this is bad stuff. But this is what they're teaching your kids in our schools and your grandkids in our schools. And we need to put a stop to all of this. We need to pray. You know, the, the advantage we have is we know there's a God. And we know that God does have an effect here on Earth. So we can pray and we can ask for God's help. And guess what? They're not going to do that because they don't believe in them. All right? And boy, are they going to be surprised when we win because we do win. right? But how quickly we win depends on how willing we are to step out against society, against the prevailing attitudes and say, no, there is a God. God has given us a set of rules on how to live our lives. It began with 10. right? And probably if you look at all the rules, I can all be summed up in those 10. Okay, and we need to follow God's law. And we need to pray that we can talk other people and convince to them that they should be following God's law. That's how we get through this life. That's how we attain heaven. And that is our goal. Their goal is simply to make it through this life, you know, with with the, you know, strive for the good life here and now from their document right they don't think there's anything after this boy are they going to be surprised right they may find wind up spending eternity where they don't want to be so that's it on on humanism for today but I I, again I I hope we haven't drawn it out too long but this is such an overwhelming philosophy that is active in the United States today and around the world but it is active in the United States today it is active in our schools It is active in the entire pro-life fight, right? If you take the pro-life fight and boil boil it down, this is the main objective. This is is Satan's religion, if you will, right? Satan tries to convince us, ah, don't worry about God. He has no effect. You know, follow me. Well, Satan's religion is the humanist religion, and I know people will get upset with that, but so what? It's true, right? That's what's going on. So I want to I, I want to alert you to that, and I thank you for for putting up with with, with me on that. Um, for those of you just tuning in, you've missed a great discussion. My name is Jim Sedlak, and you're listening to pro-life activism from creation to death on radiomaria.us, a Christian Voice in your home. We've been talking today about humanism and what it is, and how much it's affecting our our world, not only the the pro-life world. But the world of the COVID virus. And, uh, and for more information on, on its effect on pro-life, uh, go to stopstop.org and just read the articles on the front page there uh, this week. Okay, we have a couple of other things we want to get to before the end of the program. Uh, one of that is just an update on the Supreme Court um, hearing the Dobbs case. Okay, uh, we talked about this a bit last week. Um, the, the 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 Dobbs case, of course, is is the Mississippi law that uh, put a ban on some abortions. Uh, the Supreme Court has has agreed to hear it in their next term, which starts in October, um, and so there's a lot of discussion both among the pro-life and and the pro-abortion. Uh, factions in this country. And uh, this week, the uh, the attorney general of the state of Mississippi, because it's a Mississippi law, uh, filed a brief with the Supreme Court asking them to vacate the Roe v. Wade decision and vacate the Planned Parenthood v. Casey decision, um, which, which, of course, people are hoping will happen. Um, we are asking the Supreme Court to not only vacate those decisions, But also to declare that the pre-born child is a person under the law and entitled to all the rights and privileges of any other person in the United States. And so uh, we hope that the court will go that far and finally settle the question and do away with the killing of babies in the womb. So that's what's happening with Dobbs. Finally, there was a uh, happening this week in Tucson. The Planned Parenthood facility in Tucson, Arizona, it, without explanation, is is closed until further notice, according to their website. Uh, those fighting Planned Parenthood in Tucson have verified this, that they, the building is no longer open. It is not seeing patients. Uh, we, with no explanation from Planned Parenthood, we don't know how long this will go on. We hope it's forever, Right. Uh, One of the things we noted in this, and and we've talked on this program before about the Marian Blue Wave uh, and an effort uh, to end all abortion in the United States and to end all Planned Parenthoods in the United States by saying a rosary a week specifically for the purpose of closing down all Planned Parenthoods and all abortion facilities. Well, we noted that, that in Tucson itself, we have over a dozen Uh, Prayer partners of the Marian Blue Wave who are there in southern Arizona. There's actually 28 of these prayer partners, and there's another two dozen in in northern Arizona. Arizona. So uh, we think that, that all of these prayers and these rosaries a week being said by all of these people are helping and, and help to, to temporarily close this Planned Parenthood facility. And of course, the magic of the Marian Blue Wave is it's not just the local people. People who are praying in Australia and New Zealand and um, in, in, uh, in countries around the world are all contributing prayers to closing down these facilities. And so uh, if you want to find out more about the Marion Blue Wave and what you can do right from your home to close down uh, not only Planned Parenthood abortion facilities, but uh, abortion facilities all across the United States, go to marionbluewave.com, right? And you'll find out all about it. And there's a map there. You can actually see uh, where the uh, where, where the individuals are and if you click on any individual image it will tell you how many supporters there are in that area for example if you go to tucson arizona and click on the image you'll find out that there were there are 12 uh people uh right there in in tucson uh the marion blue wave is is not yet two years old it'll be two years old in october and it's already um, helped to close down a lot of planned parenthood facilities uh planned parenthood uh, closed down 33 facilities during the first year of the Marion Blue Wave. Uh, 19 of those were indicated by Planned Parenthood as temporary closures or closed until further notice Um, as of, you know, in December of last year. Uh, Here we are now in July, and I will tell you that only two of those, 19, have reopened All the rest have remained closed. There is talk that there's another two or three that will be opening in August, and we'll see about that. But that means that, you know, 17 right now, maybe 14 or 15 closed during the first year and have not reopened. And now we have another temporary closure uh, here in in Tucson, Arizona. So there are a lot of effects of the Marion Blue Wave, and I invite you to go to their website, MarionBlueWave.com, and to... Um, sign up and you will get weekly updates from the uh, the staff of the marion blue wave uh, as to what's going on Uh, when the tucson facility closed um, there was a a a email that went out informing them and and immediately um, we got back an email from a woman in tucson Arizona, who is a member of the Marian Blue Wave and is praying uh, the rosary uh, every week for the closure of these facilities. And she told us, when I saw your email, I cried because I have a grandchild who was murdered at that facility a number of years ago. And to know that it is at least temporarily closed now is a great relief And babies will not die there this week. That's the kind of thing that happens. And and it's happening more and more around the country. So um, it's the Blessed Mother. You know, who's going to end abortion in the United States? The answer, the Blessed Mother. She will end abortion. We're Catholics. We know that. All right. How powerful Mary is, you know. If you if you wonder how powerful Mary is, just go back in the Bible, in the New Testament, to the marriage feast at Cana. And all she said to her son was, they're out of wine. And Jesus said, so what's that to me? She didn't answer him. She just said to the stewards, do what he tells you. And guess what? There was wine. Because Jesus listens to Mary. Right? The New Testament tells us that. And so we pray to Mary, we pray to rosary. And here on on the the Radio Maria, you have a chance to join people uh, saying the rosary many times a day, right? If you don't want to say it alone, it's not a problem. If you're listening to this show, then you are listening to Radio Maria. All you have to do is look up their schedule for your time zone, right? And find out when the programs are on where you can say the rosary with the with the rest of the listeners to the program and you can join together and say the rosary and say it and just at least once a week make that rosary with the intention of closing down all Planned Parenthood facilities in the country all other abortion facilities in the country and protecting Christ in the Eucharist those are the three intentions of the Marian Blue Wave we invite you to do that to use the resources here at Radio Maria, and uh, you you will not be disappointed in the results. We know how to win this battle. We just need everybody doing it. Uh, In less than two years, we have over 4,000 people in 31 different countries all around the world, on all six occupied continents the only place we don't have somebody from is antarctica but there is no permanent resident of antarctica so uh, for all the other six there are people who have joined the marion blue wave we invite you to do that to add your name to do it it's very easy to do just go to marion right and put your put your name down sign up for it and say that rosary a week for the intentions of the marion blue wave we are already seeing great results from the 4,000 people who are praying every week. And we will see a lot more as we get more and more people signed up to it. So if you want to fight the humanists, fight them with God, fight them with our Blessed Mother, right? Make them really mad and say the rosary, especially out in front of Planned Parenthood, okay? Especially whenever Dr. Fauci is talking, right? All right? Say the rosary, right? You see him on TV, that should be a reminder. Say a rosary. All right. We got to defeat these humanists. Right. It's it's we just can't let them close down our churches and stop our, our our ability to to congregate together and to implore God. Remember, God said wherever two or more are gathered in his name. Right. Well, we have to gather and we we have to make sure that the kind of closures that went on over the last year don't happen again, especially to our churches. So that wraps it up for this week. Um, we hope that we've been able to enlighten you a little bit on the uh, humanism and why it's important to you, and why it's even more important now that we know, you know, what's going on with the with the guy who's leading our supposed response to the uh, the COVID uh, pandemic. And so, um, I, it's been a real pleasure talking with you today, and, and we will um, end our program. Uh, the way we always end our program, and that is by asking Mary, Mother of God, please spread the effect of grace of your flame of love over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you so much for listening.